welcome to Talks News at Night, TOX. I'm your host, Whaley Dyard, here to bring you fresh reports from the President's Garden. I heard there was an executive order. Um, welcome to the Working Class Observer Class Warfare Report. I'm your host, that dude in a tiny box. Or in your ear if this is on the podcast. Uh, pick your poison. But I heard big man in D.C. done dropped a new executive order. I have not heard anything about it except for maybe like a 15 second quote. But from all these headlines I can read. It sounds like he is bolstering the police. In a time when public are saying, uh, in public, uh, are saying defund the police, <laughs> uh, he gives the police more power. At least that's what these headlines say from Trump offers full-throated defense of police and executive action signing. Trump signs order on police, but Democrats and activists say it falls short. Santa Rosa County Sheriff encouraged by Trump's executive order on police reform. So that guy's excited. Trump signs order on police reform. Doesn't mention racism, says Associated Press. Uh, New York Times says Republicans signal narrow policing overhaul as Trump signs limited order. Um, This, what, Nashville local says Nashville police politicians react to Trump's executive order on policing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw like 15 seconds of this. We're going to get into it. I'm just, I'm going to keep getting on some of these headlines real quick. Trump signs executive order to reform policing, encourages ban on chokeholds, ABC News. Uh, Clyburn dismisses Trump executive order on policing as doing much too little and does not go far enough. I couldn't read the whole quote, but I had to click the Fox News to read the full quote usa today reports trump signs order addressing police misconduct but some experts say it's not blah 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 so it seems like there's a pretty sweeping consensus some people blaming others in their headlines for uh trump not going farther enough like blaming others saying he's not going far enough but um i don't know i mean any i don't know i heard like 15 seconds of some bullshit and I thought this might be the time to do the most boring thing possible ever, which is actually read an executive order. And then that led me down another rabbit hole. But we'll get there. Um, this is dude's Twitter handle. Man, it pulls up everybody first, but I should just yeah I should just type it like that Donald J. Trump Twitter hey, Twitter oh you know what it's probably not even on there it's at the White House Trump's other Twitter account White House official Twitter account okay White House live White House the White House yep right there 
Oh, I'm getting to that. Um, let's see here. All right. The, this is what I had seen. So, correction, it was actually 50 seconds and not 15. This executive order directs federal funding to support officers in constructive community engagement and provides more resources for core responders. Vague language. Yay. Our police department said whatever you can Take do about language that, at face please value. let us know. We're letting you know. We're doing a lot about it. In addition, my order will direct probably federal funding that. to under this executive this, this order, departments will also need a share shit together on the fly. of information about credible abuses so that officers with significant issues do not simply move from one police department to the next. That's a problem. And the heads of our police department said, whatever you can do about that, please let us know. We're letting you know. We're doing a lot about it. In addition, my order will direct federal funding to support officers in dealing with homeless individuals and those who have mental illness and substance abuse problems. I don't know if I ever like talked about this publicly or with people, but I remember having a lot of thoughts about this, or I don't know if I had written about it back in the, the Trump persuasion compilation days. But I do remember talking about how the police were eventually going to be used to sweep up uh, uh, people suffering from quote-unquote mental illness as state-defined, um, and then also the homeless situation. Um, I feel like somewhere I had included this. I'm not sure where. But I mean, it, was, it seems like a natural conclusion um, to private prisons, really, as it's already probably filled up with as many, uh, refugees as it can be, <laughs> um, but it's we not surprising he's using federal funding to sweep homeless people, and, uh, such as social workers who can help officers manage illness, these it makes sense to have, uh, people who have, uh, complex brains for, uh, cops with guns to show up and handle those situations. Encounters. This I agree with. Under this executive order, departments will also a need joke. a share a terrible joke. A bad joke. of information oh, about credible abuse. Alright. So that's the little bit that I had heard. And I was like, that's some shit. So it sounds like this homie is giving up money in a time when uh, uh, people are literally in the streets tearing down their cities in the demands of justice and defunding. The exact opposite of democracy. Luckily enough, there's still enough democracy to have people talk on Twitch and have autonomous zones, you know. But uh, for how long? So I clicked on CNNs because, oh, here's the here's the thing that I had actually originally fallen into because I thought, okay, I'll just look it up. I'll go to the government website and I'll just read it straight from the fucking horse's dumb nose. And I clicked on it right here. Yep, Federal Register. Yes, sir. National Archives. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's not here. It's not here yet. So, But then I realized, holy fuck, he has signed a lot of executive orders this year. I counted them. There's 26. That's nearly one per fucking week. 
I don't know if anybody has signed these many papers in the executive office. That shit's buck. And I, I like some of it makes sense. Like we heard about it pretty, pretty loud and clear. Like the COVID here delegating additional authority under the Defense Protection Act. Uh, I remember when he touted doing a bunch of that. I remember when he activated armed forces to set up uh, temporary hospitals. I remember that one. But there's just other ones that... Hmm. Yeah, providing an order of secession within the Department of Interior. Uh, Yeah, I... (laughs) Nope. This one just flew right by me. Uh, by the authority vested in me as president by the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, including a Federal Vacancies Reform Act of 1998. Uh, subject to provisions of Section 3 of this order, the officer's name in Section 2. Okay. Bunch of fucking language. Why would you have to have an executive order? I guess he's setting into law, like, how you would secede a Secretary of Interior, but apparently that's super important to Trump. All right, and that's what I'm worried about this language too is that uh executive orders are really dry, really extremely dry in their language. they're boring, they're terrible, they're shit, but they're also filled with the coding, the language, the repertoire that they are going to use in civil defense. So as gross and toxic as politics may be, I'm going to swallow. A very large pill right here. Somehow CNN has the printed <laughs> executive order before uh, the National Archives. So shout out to the Chinese News Network for always being around. I appreciate y'all. Again, that was another joke. I don't actually think they're paid off by China. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Can I, know, can I really know anything? Uh, by the authority vested in me as president by the Constitution and laws of the United States of America, it is hereby ordered as follows. Uh, what is the amendment that he constantly... Article 21. Article 21 is the reason why he keeps pushing out as many fucking executive orders as he can. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Article 21. I'll have to watch Vice again to figure it out. Yes. The movie about Dick Cheney. Yes. That is where you find that out. Um, section 1 purpose as americans we believe that all persons are created equal and endowed with the inalienable rights to life and liberty a fundamental purpose of government is to secure these inalienable inalienable rights federal state local tribal and territorial law enforcement officers place their lives at risk every day to ensure that these rights are preserved and also to give me speeding tickets sorry that was (laughs) that was me Law enforcement officers provide the essential protection that all Americans require to raise their families and lead productive lives. I don't... I don't know. The relationship between our fellow citizens and law enforcement officers is an important element in their ability to provide that protection. By working directly with their communities, law enforcement officers can help foster a safe environment where we all can prosper. Hmm, yeah, we're already getting into that language, that sweet, vague, vague language. Because, I mean, if you look at, like, certain statistics talking about how ineffective 
cops are at uh, clearing cases, getting convictions. Um, it's a dirty job, but, you know, it just, I guess it depends on uh, what kind of environment Trump wants us all to prosper in. But the... Uh, Executive order continues. Unfortunately, there have been instances in which some officers have misused their authority. Challenging the trust of the American people with tragic consequences for individual victims, their communities, and our nation. All Americans are entitled to live with the confidence that the law enforcement officers and agencies in their communities will live up to our nation's founding ideals and will protect the rights of all persons. Particularly in African-American communities, we must redouble our efforts as a nation to swiftly address instances of misconduct. <sighs> and see, it's that vague language there again that really bothers me. Particularly in African-American communities, we must redouble our efforts as a nation to swiftly address instances of misconduct. See, even though we know that up here, he said some officers have misused their authority. He didn't say police conduct. He didn't say police misconduct. He just said misconduct. So it kind of leaves interpretation. If you're the type to find meanings in the president's speech to say like you, uh, you like a QAnon persuasion. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> If you, if you think that the president has been sending you messages, you probably still think he is at this point. Swiftly address instances of misconduct. It's a professional term, but it still sounds like uh, we will punish the uh, irresponsibles. It's, it's, it's coated soft sugary language, but it's, it's perfect to fit the narrative that may seem fit. The Constitution declares in its preamble that one of its primary purposes was to establish justice. Generations of Americans have marched, fought, bled, and died to safeguard the promise of our founding document and protect our shared inalienable rights. Federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial leaders must act in furtherance of that legacy. Alright, so section one was... Uh, a hodgepodge of patriotic propaganda to get you excited for the state just nut all over the idea of a nation that's so great so fucking awesome um section two certification and credentialing here i am again the dumb one reading it continues uh section 2a State and local law enforcement agencies must constantly assess and improve their practices and policies to ensure transparent, safe, and accountable delivery of law enforcement services to their communities. Still very, very <laughs> vague language. Because it still doesn't necessarily say hold accountable. Oh, okay. Maybe I read it one more time. State and local law enforcement agencies must constantly assess and improve their practices and policies to ensure transparent, safe, and accountable delivery of law enforcement services to their communities. Hmm. See, it says delivery of law enforcement services. It's, again, the vague language is almost hiding, like he's trying to be holding cops accountable and building, like, this kind of reform, but it's not... 
it's the 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 language is still so vague that the reform is the exact opposite and i can i can sense it hmm independent credentialing bodies can accelerate these assessments enhance citizen confidence in law enforcement practices and allow for the identification and correction of internal deficiencies before those deficiencies result in injury to the public or to law enforcement officers. It's that wonderful language again. Section 2B, the Attorney General shall, as appropriate and consistent with applicable law, allocate Department of Justice discretionary grant funding only to those state and local law enforcement agencies that have sought or in the process of seeking appropriate credentials from a reputable independent credentialing body certified by the attorney general. New. <laughs> um, William Barr is, I don't know, Jeff Sessions was pretty bad because he was the one who got the Fergusons to walk, I'm pretty sure. He, he was the administration that had later picked up the, uh, the, the, the aftermath of Ferguson. Uh, so I'm not too excited about Attorney General William Barr uh, also uh, allocating Department of Justice discretionary grant funding only to those state and local law enforcement agencies that have sought or in the process of seeking appropriate credentials from a reputable independent credential. That is fascinating because um, he's not laying out necessarily what the credentials are to receive this funding publicly. So it's pretty fascinating here that um, Attorney General is going to fund police federally um, since the state is going to have to defund in some areas. That's very interesting development, but I don't like the way William Barr looks at America. He looks at it like it's a cheese pizza, and he's hungry. He's very hungry, New York style. Section 2C, the Attorney General shall certify independent credentialing bodies that meet standards to be set by the Attorney General. Um, he's basically handing this over to the Attorney General. He is shifting power of police under the Attorney General with an executive order, um, which is fascinating because I don't really know how police, but I'm fairly certain that they're state-run. So it's fascinating that he's opening channels for police to work directly for the feds. Um, yeah, that's that's hot. It's really hot for a, such a hot summer. Um, cool. <laughs> um, but you know, here's some some more of that sugary coated, buttery biscuit language. Um, should address certain topics in their reviews, such as policies and training regarding use of force and de-escalation techniques, performance management tools, such as early warning systems that help to identify officers who may require intervention, and best practices regarding community engagement. <laughs> Vague. The Attorney General standards for certification shall require independent credentialing bodies to, at a minimum, confirm that... One, the state or local law enforcement agency's use of force policies adhere to all applicable federal, state, and local laws. Okay. I wonder if they, they'll uphold this point one. Um, but I wonder if it matters if it meets the local and state 
or if it only matters if it just meets the federal at this point. Because like I said, I had originally thought that most police are state locally run. So it's uh, section two of point two here. Uh, the state or local law enforcement agency's use of force policies prohibit the use of chokeholds, a physical maneuver that restricts an individual's ability to breathe for the purposes of incapacitation, um, except in those situations where the use of deadly force is allowed by law. Hey, um, again, I wonder if this is another law to bypass state and local law, which is fascinating because I remember a bunch of people coming out saying states rights a lot where are they where are they um section two uh article d i don't know i i I don't know what i'm doing the attorney general shall engage with existing and prospective independent credentialing bodies to encourage them to offer a cost-effective targeted credentialing process regarding appropriate use of force policies that law enforcement agencies of all sizes in urban and rural jurisdictions may access all right now that we're hitting independent credentialing bodies are they companies are they going to be new bodies that the attorney general is just going to sprout out of the ground with water and seeds? I don't know, but he sure is just getting a lot of power in the midst of all this chaos. And that's what's really weird is that um, most people, all these headlines are just talking about how it doesn't go far enough. It doesn't go far enough. But how far is it going to giving the AG power because to me that's the most damning part of this Associated Press is pissed that it doesn't mention racism but like I'm pissed it doesn't mention racism and the power move here this is this is a power grab bro and I, I, I watched that video uh, the, the interview with Attorney General here on somewhere on this fucking channel and no don't give that man power um Oh, it's too late. Section 3, Informing Information Sharing. Section 3, Article A. The Attorney General shall create a database to... <laughs> he's getting so much power. Uh, create a database to coordinate the sharing of information between <laughs> and among federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial law enforcement agencies concerning instances of excessive use of force related to law enforcement matters accounting for applicable, applicable privacy and due process rights. All right. So he's going to get a database um, sharing information between federal and it's only sharing them with the enforcement agencies um, kind of sucks. It's not sharing it with the public so they can be informed on who is policing their streets and what kind of record they have. So again, another interesting move. Not quite the one I would have made. Uh, section three, article B, I believe. Oh, nice. The database described in subsection A of this section shall include a mechanism to track a permissible terminations or decertifications of law enforcement officers, criminal convictions of law enforcement officers for on-duty conduct, and civil judgments against law enforcement officers for improper use of force. The database described in subsection A of this section shall account for instances where a law enforcement officer resigns or retires while under active investigation related to the use of force. The Attorney General shall take appropriate steps to ensure the information in the database consists only of instances in which law enforcement officers were afforded fair process. 
Interesting. I don't know what an unfair process would be. And again, who would judge that? Um, gross language. Um, I think it's fascinating, too, that they want to track cops based on their uh, terminations, decertifications, uh, criminal evictions, uh, on-duty conduct, civil judgments against law enforcement officers for improper use of force. It just makes me wonder, I don't know if it's for accountability uses or rather just the attorney general getting a roster of free list agents that he could point towards, I don't know, the army or the marines or... Um, some sort of branch of the military or some other secret organ, I don't know, like a fucking Blackwater. Who, who, who the fuck knows what the intention is to have all this database just under the attorney general and apparently the independent credentialing bodies that are going to be included in this, which again could be that dude from Blackwater. What a fucking Eric some shit. Um, that sucks. Section 3, so Article C, the Attorney General shall regularly and periodically make available to the public <laughs> aggregated and anonymized data from the database described in subsection A of this section as consistent with ap applicable law. So, all right, um, besides the cynical things that I had said, here's the, the section where they actually kind of think about the public here. Um, they are going to have data that is going to show, I don't know, more of police convictions or more of police offenses that it, it seems that they're, that's what they're collecting here. The, the resigns, the retires, improper use of force, civil judgments, criminal convictions, decertifications, terminations. Um, it's a new database, which I guess we haven't been collecting until this time. But now that he, the attorney general is collecting all of this for his said database and his independent credentialing bodies, um, we will get anonymized, or sorry, anonymized, which means anonymous data. Uh, it's public aggregated, too. So it's already just public information. <laughs> um, but he says regularly and periodically. Does not say when, where, why, how. <laughs> just going to do it regularly and periodically. All right. Section 3. Article D, the Attorney General shall, as appropriate and consistent with applicable law, allocate Department of Justice discretionary grant funding only to those law enforcement agencies that submit the information described in subsection B of this section. And that just is so you know, that is only for the state and local law enforcement that fit the uh, checklist that the Attorney General sees fit for their funding. So I don't know what their checklist is. I don't know what their checklist is. Ooh, and here we go. Don't worry, my babies. We're only we're we're, we're halfway through. Where the fuck did it go? All right, section four: mental health, homelessness, and addiction. Because that was what's on everybody's mind right now in the defund the police and uh, Black Lives Matter is mental health, homelessness, and addiction throw that into the crime bill the crime executive order it's not a bill i don't know why i called it that 
He said that there was going to be some uh, legislation coming down the pipeline from Republicans in the Senate and uh, from the, the gutters of the Democrats. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see if it builds upon this uh, nefarious infrastructure. Um, section 4, Article A. Since the mid-20th century, America has witnessed a reduction in targeted mental health treatment. Targeted mental health treatment. See, it's very coded and sugary because it says health treatment. It sounds like you would get something from a doctor, right? It sounds like you would get treatment. Um, in a cynical way, it means targeted mental health solutions? Uh, maybe pushing the line there? I don't know. Um, if you haven't heard, read Madness and Civilizations by bald gay man um, Michel Foucault, I definitely think you should um a great history read about uh civilizations and their undesirables all right ineffective policies have left more individuals with mental health needs on our nation's streets which has expanded the responsibilities of law enforcement officers as a society we must take steps to safely and humanely care for those who suffer from mental illness and substance abuse in a manner that addresses such individuals needs and the needs of their communities it is the policy of the United States to promote the use of appropriate social services as the primary source to individuals who suffer from impaired mental health, homelessness, and addiction. Recognizing that, because law enforcement officers often encounter such individuals suffering from these conditions in the course of their duties, all officers should be properly trained for such encounters. Now, oh, I probably can't show that video on Twitch. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. So what I'm what I what I'm gonna do right now is I'm just gonna get rid of the video, even on Twitch. I'm gonna have to turn down the theme song. I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna play it anyways. Now this is the police responding to a call about a man at a bus stop waving a gun at traffic. Now to me it seems like the police did not know how to handle this situation whatsoever. But by the sounds of it, uh, I wonder you, if you can guess what happened. Alright, 
Now the cops were called because there was a emergency for someone waving a gun at traffic. So understandably, they showed up to the scene a little hot. But there was no de-escalation there. Only demands, only screaming, only yelling. The man was on his back when they approached, so it's kind of hard to argue how the approach was the right way. But I don't know. I'm not in there on the trainings, but that man was shot dead for having a BB gun. So... The Attorney General shall, in consolation with the Secretary of Health and Human Services, as appropriate, identify and develop opportunities to train law enforcement officers with respect to encounters with individuals suffering from impaired mental health, homelessness, and addiction. Hmm. In consultation, develop opportunities to train law enforcement officers. So that doesn't actually sound like they're sending any co-responders sounds like they're doing more training with law enforcement on to handle individuals suffering with impaired mental health, suffering from homelessness, and suffering from addiction. It's training law enforcement officers to encounter these more. Maybe it could get better, but I doubt it. To increase the capacity of social workers working directly with law enforcement agencies and to provide guidance regarding the development and implementation of co-responder programs, which involve social workers or other mental health professionals working alongside law enforcement officers so that they arrive and address situations together. The Attorney General and the Secretary of Health and Human Services shall prioritize resources as appropriate and consistent with applicable law to support such opportunities. I could see, still see that going out of out of hand because still one person just has a gun. But all right, section four, article D. The article, oh, oops, the Secretary of Health and Human Services shall survey community support models addressing mental health, homelessness, and addiction. Within ninety days of the date of this order, the Secretary of Human Health and Human Services shall summarize the results of this survey in a report to the president through the assistant to the president for domestic policy and the director of the office of management and budget which shall include specific recommendations regarding how appropriated funds can be real reallocated to support widespread adoption of successful models and recommendations for additional funding if needed um that sounds like <laughs> more vague language of we don't know where that money is going to go um he hasn't even said that reallocated funds, where that's coming from, where that's going. It just says that he is putting the Health and Human Services Department uh, to work, apparently, because they haven't been doing anything. They should have been collecting this data regardless. <laughs> Shall survey community support models addressing mental health. Okay, well... I don't feel like they should have had an executive order to be told to do this specifically. Like Section 4, Article C, sounds like they should have been doing this a long time ago to properly or appropriately give funds to the Health and Human Services so that they can attend to Health and Human Services. 
Section 4, Article D, the Secretary of Health and Human Services shall, in coordination with the Attorney General and the Director of the Office of Management and Budget, prioritize resources as appropriate and consistent with applicable law to implement community support models as recommended in the report described in subsection C of this section. Um, it also sounds like it's a heavy merger between uh, the law enforcement and health and human services in this particular sphere. They're uh, apparently going to start policing homelessness, mental illness, and addiction a lot harder. So it's funny that the war on drugs is kind of taking a new turn. It's more on addiction than it is um, uh, uh, the drug itself. Um, because they know they can't stop the drug. They can't stop addiction either. How can you stop addiction if you can't stop the drug? Um, but it does help fund a state through the private prison system and helps fund private prisons. So, you know, um, not the positives I would want to seek out from justice and uh, criminal justice and uh, not even criminal justice, but um, policing and health and human services reform. This is not quite the utopia I imagined it to be, where mental illness, homelessness, and addiction is a crime. Um, that's dark. Not into it. But again, if you've read Madness and Civilization by Foucault, it's not too much new. You know, societies have been treating their undesirables like trash for a very long time, rather than trying to be... Um, more compassionate and caring to people's situations, especially in a time like this when commodities literally just come out of our ass and only seem to really take a hard hit when a virus comes out or it's time for a recession. But again, I'm not anywhere near any of these departments, nor do I want to be. Honestly, I'm just saying. Section 5 legislation and grant programs. This is where we get that sweet money. Money, 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 money. Money. Section 5, Article A. The Attorney General, in consultation with the Assistant to the President for Domestic Policy and the Director of the Office of Management and Budget, shall develop and purpose new legislation to the Congress that could be enacted to enhance the tools and resources available to improve law enforcement practices and build community engagement. Alright, so we're getting the President of Domestic Policy and the Director of Office Management and Budget to come together with Congress to write new legislation with the Attorney General uh, to enhance tools and resources available to improve law enforcement practices and build community engagement. Perfect vague languages to uh, build the uh, perfect uh, vague utopia you want to build. I, I, I know what narrative they're building i mean they want a police state i don't know why william barr wouldn't more wouldn't want more power as the attorney general as since he's served it like i think this is his second administration uh first under george w bush and now trump so you know why not give him more power with a guy who's willing to give him so much more um section five article b because all right the legislation described in subsection A of this section shall include recommendations to enhance current grant programs to improve law enforcement practices and build community engagement, including through point one, assisting state and local law enforcement agencies with implementing the credentialing process described in section two of this order, the reporting described in section three of this order, and the co 
responder and community support models described in section four of this order. All right. That's just consistent with everything. Um, but he's also just directing legislation. This is These are the points that he's saying that this is what he wants the upcoming legislation to be about. And here it is, is that he wants it to focus on uh, getting a, the attorney general in touch with uh, independent credentialing bodies credentialed bodies for regulation of our police rather than mm, people um public organizations maybe or a specific department or maybe even opening a new department like how we started space force or some shit um call it stop the police force start the police love hmm? i know it's a long name but you know maybe we can make it an acronym and call it stop the s T P F S T P L department. Just a suggestion. Um, adopt and implement improved use of force policies and procedures, including scenario driven de escalation techniques. Improved use of force policies <laughs> and procedures. That doesn't say that they're going to actually bolster um, good techniques that are going to make the police less violent. So we, we shall see if any of this encourages cops to stop beating the shit out of people. But there's nothing in here about actual police accountability and how they're going to move forward on all the brutality that it literally has been happening under the guise of curfews. Which, I mean, he's been calling everybody that's been in these protests thugs, not, not, the, not the peaceful ones. I think he tends to acknowledge that they exist, but he's mostly focused on the police riots and calling the people getting brutalized by the police thugs. So why would he try to push any legislation forward that would hold cops accountable for the way that they've treated their people? But at the same time, a lot of cops have gotten fired because of the way that they've treated their people, but it's because they've reached extreme cases. So it's fascinating that we're not reaching a point and level where the mayors, the governors, and the police departments have to face accountability for the actions that they took during these curfews. They all made those decisions, but nobody's taking accountability of it, and everybody's pretending like everybody is fucking on the same team. It's gross. Whew. That was a long one. Um, point three, retention of high-performing law enforcement officers and recruitment of law enforcement officers who are likely to be high-performing. <laughs> what does high-performing mean? I see that I haven't fixed the screen yet, so that's wonderful. I'm still doing this professionally. Hey. But here it is, point three. Retention of high-performing law enforcement officers and recruitment of law enforcement officers who are likely to be high-performing. So, I mean, that's probably they're going to look at psychological performance. They're going to look at physical performance. They're going to look at all kinds of performances to think whether or not you are applicable or the best suit for the job. And um, so far, I think William Barr likes the way that the police have been enforcing the law as of late. And he's going to want to retain the kind of high performers that would continue this kind of high performance that we've already seen. So look forward to that. Uh, point four, confidential access to mental health services for law enforcement officers hey hey 
confidential access to mental health services for law enforcement officers. That means fuck your HIPAA. Uh, the cops are going to know everything about your uh, mental issues, but that's okay. That's so that they can give it to the core responders. So <laughs> there's no reason to worry about the cops getting your mental health service. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, point five of uh the this 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 dog shit uh programs aimed at developing or improving relationships between law enforcement and the communities they serve including through community outreach and listening sessions and supporting nonprofit organizations that focus on improving stressed relationships between law enforcement officers and the communities they serve that's fucking nuts that is the barely like literal tiniest pinch that he like said in this entire order about community outreach i don't even know what the fuck listening sessions means is that like the the things where the mayors have been talking to their uh citizens and town halls halls over the zooms and calls i don't know what the fuck that means what's a, what's the listening session and supporting nonprofit organizations that focus on improving stress relationships between law enforcement officers and the communities they serve Ooh. Supporting nonprofit organizations that improve. Um, hmm. That sounds like nonprofit organizations that support the police. Um, so um, that was basically directing. <laughs> it's it's finding a way to direct public funds or uh, tax money to go towards nonprofit profit organizations. Uh, that focus on improving stress relationships between law enforcement officers and the communities they serve. I really wonder, um, because I don't know if Bulletproof, also known as Bulletproof Warrior, taught by Rob Grossman, um, I don't know if that's considered a nonprofit and if it fits under the guise. And if it does, that's really gross. Because everybody, y'all heard of that. Y'all have heard of Grossman. So if somehow <laughs> they found like another fuck you to the public and they snuck this in there just to give the man money, you, I guess I'm gonna have to Google it. God damn it. Um. Oh, it's coffee too. Does he not have like a website anymore? That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see a website for it, so I don't know what kind of an organization that is anymore. So there's that. Um, all right, well, section six and the final last bit, the, the, the walk of shame to the end of this. General provisions. Just some extra shit to throw on the end in case you made it this far. Uh, section 6, Article A. Nothing in this order shall be construed or impair. Wait, construed to impair or otherwise affect. Point 1. The authority granted by law to an executive department or agency or the head thereof or the functions of the director of the Office of Management and Budget relating to budgetary, administrative, and legislative proposals. There it is. So the Office of Management and Budget is going to be handling those nonprofit organization program funding and also how we manage 
the allocations of funds that the legislation is going to bring up for attorney general to hand to the president to sign. Um, the function, the, the, <coughs> this order shall be implemented consistent with applicable law and subject to the availability of appropriations. I like that. He throws this language right here. I'm pretty sure is in almost every executive order B right here. This order shall be implemented consistent with applicable law and subject to the availability of appropriations so that it can be used in justifications of uh, precedent. So that's cool. Cool. He uh, it's it's law now. <laughs> it's law. <laughs> but it's it's an order to make legislation and move public funding and also uh, support the police. Section 6, General Provisions, Article C. This order is not intended to and does not create any right or benefit, substantive or procedural, 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 enforceable at law or in equity by any party against the United States its departments, agencies, or entities, its officers, employees, or agents, or any other persons. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, those last two are usually just disclaimers. The, the last whole section was like a disclaimer. Whew. Um, I hope I uh, broke that down enough because I found out uh, about all I could from it. Um, yeah, that was the most uh, pro-cop thing you could sign in a time that people are really suffering. So, shouts out to the uh, world's greatest orange president. Um, I hope Melania is happy. That's that's really the the best thing I could say about this. I don't I don't have any any other nice things to say. And Mama said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Oh look, look at that. <laughs> I hope you enjoy that sneak peek. You see that? Yeah, I used the Nord. Um, thank you for joining me. Uh, I only wanted to be on an hour because I'm trying not to die on this chair. So if you like this shit, I guess people do that. Like and subscribe. And they they share. They review. Um, sometimes y'all just ignore it. and Maybe you stop by a later time and check it out again. Because it was like, alright, not bad. But, you know, I... I Mm. I you know, there's there's no reason to to explain myself any further. I feel like there's enough uh past data for you to collect and figure out what this is for yourself. And if you don't like it, please stay radical and have a beautiful day.